0: Hey, Asana, like alaikum. Welcome to the third episode of Courtship Code brought to you by Black Muscle Single Society and hosted by me, Zara J. Thank you guys so much for joining me for week three of this podcast. Now, we've been getting some amazing feedback, a lot of support. So, make sure if you are listening on the Anchor app that you go ahead and you favorite. This podcast so that you get notifications for any upcoming episodes and that you like and share. Follow us on Instagram at Black Muslim Single Society. Make sure that you are sharing this podcast podcast uh, with your friends and other people who need to hear it, who the show would benefit and be good for. So thank you guys for joining me this week. Today, we have a special guest. We have not just uh, one half of That Clay Couple, which is a uh, marriage counseling couple in Atlanta, Georgia. They're located in Atlanta, Georgia, but they serve everywhere. Um, but we also have someone who's a very good friend to me. This is like family right here. So I'm super excited to bring you guys into this conversation because this is kind of just how we usually talk. This is just every day for us. So to allow you guys into our living room. So (laughs) thank you for listening. So we have Hassan Clay, Hassan Clay from That Clay Couple, marriage counselor, speaker, Uh, just an all-around great guy. So we're excited to have him as a part of the show today. And we're going to be talking about if you should measure someone's past against their future, how to weigh those pros and cons, how to weigh their actions. And if it's you, if you're the one who has the past actions that people are constantly weighing or that you are constantly judging yourself by, what to do about that. So excited to bring it to you guys today. And we're just going to jump right into the show. One more announcement, three more announcements. So first of all, if you have not put your personalized profile into black muslim single society join our matchmaking service make sure that we know that you're available so we know your pros your cons you can book a consultation if you have any questions but you don't have to book a consultation if you're just putting your profile in the system go to the website uh, black muslim single and go ahead male and female man and woman brother and sister whatever Go ahead, put your profile in the system so we can work on getting you matches. The more people, the better our matches. And we have a great pool of people available already, so we want you to be a part of that. Number two, if you are on the West Coast, the Midwest, really anywhere in the country, don't forget that we will be collaborating with the Muslim Journal for the Time to Be Grateful conference this December 15th for a singles mixer in Houston, texas so if you love conferences if you want to come out and shake it up with your muslim family meet some other singles in not just the houston area like i said from all over the country make sure that you also come out to houston this december book your plane train you know go ahead get your hotel room square it away with your family and friends and plan that for this winter vacation but go ahead and get that ready third announcement and last thing before we jump into the show Hey, the DMV area, DC, Maryland, and Virginia. We just announced our next singles social, and it's going to be a brunch party, a very intimate event, and we will have two different events for those who are over 45 and those who are under 45. So we have two events in one day. Make sure that you grab those tickets. It's extremely limited. It's an extremely limited intimate dinner party because we wanna make sure that everyone gets to actually interact and meet a potential option, inshallah, so go ahead to our website, blackmuslimsinglesociety.com, on our events page. Or if you follow us online at Instagram or Facebook, Black Muslim Single Society or Black Muslim Single Socials, you'll um, have the link in our bio to go ahead and purchase your tickets. Tickets are already selling, and they're super, super limited. So do not wait. Grab your tickets. Clay, right here. Thank you so much, Hassan from That Clay Couple for joining us. On the Courtship Code
1: podcast, I sound like to you. Well, salam. Thank you for having Even me.
0: Even better now. Okay, awesome. So, okay. So, first of all, for those of you who don't know, this is my guy Hassan. <laughs> this is like family right here. I have the pleasure of being a part of a conversation that this is like everyday for us. This is Monday, Tuesday morning every day just how we talk <laughs> <laughs> so this ain't just a one time rated. this is really how we talk morning. so this is a family conversation i'm letting y'all in on family right now okay um Hasan. so the topic for this week and the reason why i wanted to have you on the show um, i already introduced you people who are listening know that you're a marriage counselor and you and your wife y'all do a great job with that in the muslim community and the you know the community at large as well just you know must counseling for everyone Mm -hmm. but um that topic is talking about how to measure someone's past against their future you know Mm -hmm. what indicators do you have are you right for making judgment calls against them um how do you you know how much weight does a person's past actions have against their future so i'm just gonna let you kind of take the mic with that and we'll just vibe
1: in from there all right i mean um you know that that's that's a very tricky question because for one, I would never tell someone not to discount a person's past. Mm-hmm. Um, because I mean that there is a set pattern that that takes place with a person's past. But what if this person has tried to make amends for their life and different things that they they may have done something when they were younger. Um, they was probably a little foolish at the time maybe lack of knowledge on certain things and so they they trying to turn the table do I now hold that against them and that's going to be a personal decision for you know a man or woman mm-hmm. uh, that would be a personal decision because I mean who really wants to be the the test tube dummy you know the, the crash right. Test dummy situation right um mm-hmm. uh, But, you know, at at some point, you have to try to give someone the benefit of doubt and gauge their sincerity on what you really can gauge it on. Now, if they are just sitting there talking lip service, what I would advise anyone not to just jump straight into something. Give a person an opportunity to prove themselves. Right, right. You know, lay some track working out. You know, you sitting there talking, yeah, you know, I'm through with running a bunch of women and doing this and that but your your phone keeps ringing from all these different women you know or men, or men you know well, i i just use it as a man situation but you know and, and you're true that right? because some women have a <laughs> have a contact list that's 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 tremendous so right. you know if you are in a position of not changing not deleting people out your contacts Always making excuses for, well, that's just a friend and all this old type of stuff. But hold on, so
0: let's pause right there for a second. I'm sorry to cut you off, but we just literally talked about this friend, right? <laughs> Using the word friend right. inappropriately. Like, before we jumped on this call, we had a really great conversation, alhamdulillah. And one of the topics that we talked about, you know, for everyone that's listening, was the topic of misusing the word friend. Because when you abuse that word, it can create all type of other issues, right? Mm. And a friend isn't a person that you have ever slept with, a person that you've ever courted. You know, uh, it's not just, you know, you can have a friendship with one of your exes. Right. But that's not your
1: friend. you know i mean in in, in old terms don't be talking about your friends your cut buddy that's your friend you know you y'all sleeping together you all doing things to be with you but you call them a friend you know because you don't give it the proper label right right no don't do that so (laughs) but you know but in this situation though you have people who who would say well I, i i i make friends with the opposite sex easier you know, you're, right. I hear some women who used to say, or some may still say, I don't really do women well. You know, mm-hmm. I can not do all the cattiness. And then you have some brothers who say, you know, well, you know, I mean, I, I grew up around a bunch of women. I just make friends with women easier, or whatever the case may be. Well, if you are talking about being in a relationship with someone, mm-hmm. you have to be in a position now of excusing or eliminating. Uh Those type of relationships relationships in order to help the other person be comfortable. Now, I'm not talking about the person who just have this over-accentuated means of jealousy or thoughts of jealousy, you know. Right, on things that are actual friendships. Right, you know, I'm not talking about, you know, people who have built genuine platonic friendships. Right. You know, so I'm not, I'm hang on to their past just in case this don't work out. Keep them right. in the pocket, right? You know what I mean. So I, I'm not. I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about the people who have genuine platonic friendships. So, right. if if that's cool, if you cool like that and y'all cool like that, you shouldn't have like a list of thirty people that you have these type right. of friendships with, right? You know.
0: Everybody every person, every person was, is, is my friend. Every single person that was interested in me is now my friend. Like, no, those are not your friends. They're not your
1: friends. <laughs> They're not your friends. I, I don't know many women who I, in my past, who I am, I have tried to be romantically involved with at some point. This is not right. during my pre Islamic days, okay? <laughs> so let me put that right. disclaimer there. <laughs> right, And so I do not have friends who right. I used to kick it with right?
0: right you ain't got no friends that you seen naked no I
1: don't I don't and, and so, so you. yeah go ahead no and, and that would be a problem I'm sure for any right. person right you know, sitting there kicking and chatting talking you know right and and you and this person used to have the, I mean that would be uncomfortable right so so let me ask you so
0: you meet this guy or this girl and you know y'all attracted to each other the vibe is good and everything like that so you're interesting getting to know them but you find out some things about this person's past maybe they have a past history of jumping in and out of marriages maybe they have a past history of dating or sleeping around you know maybe they have a past history of addiction or abuse or something right Mm-hmm. Now, you mentioned earlier that you have to give people an opportunity to redeem themselves. Um, you know, what does that process look like? I mean, for okay. one, typically in Islam, right, we have these not really extensive courtships, so you have a really small window to make calls on taking this basically courtship is taking this person to trial, right? So you have you have a very small window you know, in relatively small window to view certain things or come up with these decisions about if this person's past is still very much a part of their present.
1: Well, I, I, and here my question would be for you to be, to give more clarity. What is the small window? Who determines the small window? What is the time frame? When we well, let's just say, a let's say six months. Let's just say six months. I mean, but, I mean, six months is a pretty good time for, I mean... Six months is a good time to really figure a person out. Mm-hmm. Especially if 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 you guys are if this thing has become exclusive, like you get into the intended phase. Mm-hmm. Where it's gonna be, okay, I'm looking at marrying you, but this is gonna be the time frame that we get married. Mm-hmm. So they're going to show themselves as a mm-hmm. they're gonna get they're gonna get real comfortable. Mm-hmm. It's just mm-hmm. human behavior. They're going to get real comfortable. So you're going to know if they're doing some things. You're going to know if they try trying to do some things or, you know, they're, they're sneaking around or whatever the case may be. Those things are going to be exposed, especially if you are trying to do it right. Now, right. I'm not saying everything is 100%. I'm not saying nothing is foolproof or whatever the right. case may be. So I'm not going to be naive. And right. I don't want to speak like I'm naive in that matter. But right. what I am saying is that you will give that person the opportunity In six months you that person really can show themselves and you need to know what the heck you're looking for right
0: see here's the a, here's a thing that a lot of people aren't aware of right so typically there are I believe there are about three different phases of what's considered to be courtship right if you are given given it time right so within that first zero to three months that's like the infatuation stage right it's a lot of oxytocin built up in you a lot of infatuation and honestly if that person doesn't fully capture your attention in those three months it's going to be very hard for them to make it further than that so that's why a lot of courtships fall off before that three month time period right Mm -hmm. then between that three to six month time period that's where a lot of the fake in the funk starts to come out because like you said people get comfortable the oxytocin starts to wear off and you start to pick up on people's little quirks people's little behaviors Mm -hmm. their inconsistencies it usually starts surfacing between that three to six month time period right so you have to be really you know seeing someone with your eyes open and not your eyes closed but that can be really difficult once the emotional bond is there from that oxytocin and from the first three months. So so how do you remain balanced? I think the key to that is making sure that you have a third party involvement and that you're staying on oh, track.
1: Oh, oh no, no, doubt.
0: But no doubt. No doubt. And not just dragging it out with no real
1: purpose or direction. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, that that kind of goes without saying, but here's but what I want to no. you know, say.
0: Also- <laughs> You got to uh, say it.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, you are right. But, you know, but I mean, that's just a figure of speech in a sense. But here's what I want people to also look at, even with, even though they are within that one, the three month phase where the infatuation is and people have these rose colored glasses or whatever the case may be. Yeah. I want them to understand, too, that red flags appear mm-hmm. in that time mm-hmm. frame. Mm -hmm. And you need to Mm -hmm. pay attention to it. And don't excuse
0: it. Right. And I know you guys, you guys have a course and you teach that um, about, you know, identifying red flags. And that is something. So if you guys are listening and you want to, you know, better learn, because that's not something that we teach at Black Muslim Single Society. So make sure that you guys, it's hasanayelaclay.com.
1: It's it's actually, you can actually... Actually, it's going to be com, or you can... Okay, us and us Naila is spelled
0: N-A-A-I-L-A. Or
1: to make it even simple, you can hit us at thatclaycouple.com.
0: Okay, yeah. So Go to thatclaycouple.com if you want to learn more information about identifying red flags because that's one thing, Hasan. You know, I, I believe that a lot of times people, they're in marriages, right? And they've been married for now, like... Two years, five years, maybe even ten years. And they're like, oh, you know, I didn't see it in the beginning. It's like, no, you saw it. Oh, uh, you excused you saw it. You, know,
1: know, you, you ignored it. You it.
0: Right.
1: But you saw it. And it wasn't you that ignore it. You didn't even ignore it. You didn't even ignore it. What you did was you made an excuse for it. Oh, uh, right. you know, oh well that's just, you know, oh, that's just this. Or just that's just that. You made excuses. You didn't ignore it. You you identified it. You saw it. Right, but you excused it away, and so, <laughs> instead of addressing it and saying, "Hey, you know, uh, I saw this, you know, let's have a conversation about it, you know, you don't, be, you, know you, you don't got you don't have to get out ghetto. You can have right. a you can have an adult <laughs> you conversation. You ain't Yeah, you got to you know yeah. you got to be like, yeah, sister, whatever. What you don't have to do all that. I ain't dealing with that, sister. So, we sister, right, You sister. know, you, you, don't, you don't have to do all that. You can say, hey, look, you know, I'm thankful <laughs> for you. I like you. You know, you seem like a good person, but I just saw something that I may I may need an explanation about.
0: Right, and and I think that especially for women a lot of times that having that conversation is really uncomfortable. And I know that, you know, we've talked about this, like, Mm -hmm. you know, how do you have these conversations without coming off aggressive or without, um, you know, seeming like you're applying too much pressure or kind of cornering somebody and learning kind of the arts of having that open dialogue of vulnerability, of feeling comfortable enough to express it, but also having the confidence to do it understanding that if you hear something or that is something that really bothers you you have to have the confidence to make a decision call
1: right and and this is what i call and in that conversation we've had before this is what i call understanding the difference between uh assertiveness and being aggressive right and when a person is assertive, they have that confidence, but they're moving with regards to someone else. So I'm not really trying to step on your feelings. I'm not trying to hurt your feelings. I'm not trying to belittle you. I'm not trying to be, make a judgment on you. I'm just calling something out for what I, what I see. Right. And, and I want you to be able to address that. I want to have a real adult conversation about this issue. Now, aggressiveness would look, you know, bruh, you know, what's your problem? You know, dang, you know, dang, that's what's wrong with you. You know, you people, you doing this, you all, you brothers, you always doing this. This is judgment.
0: Oh, I hate the these people line. When people start, who are these people you talking about? Like, right. you know, <laughs>
1: these people, these right. men, so, these brothers, these sisters. Like, that has nothing to do with the person that's right in front it's, of it's you. right in front of you, right. And so mm-hmm. this is when that whole, the whole attitude the whole neck right. rolling you know and this is when <laughs> that whole you know our brothers want to point their finger and they want to broaden their chest out their nose go to flam right. you know these are the type of in- don't tolerate right you know this is when those instances of aggression come right. out, being aggressive come out you know and so what people nowadays think assertiveness is to be aggressive and aggressive right. really is to be obnoxious because that's really some true obnoxious behavior that's really right. going on but we, we kind of lose that whole understanding of right. how to interact with people right. you know we lose interpersonal skills and right. know, we act like we have no home training we was taught how to do better <laughs> right but, but, you know, we've taught how to do better now but somewhere along the line the popular the popular cultural outcome right. takes over and we've right. been conditioned to think that this is how you do it but it's not how you do it because I I... That. yeah.
0: I've talked about that, you know, even with women and femininity, right? And this isn't limited to just women, because brothers, we know that y'all pop off very well, too. But a lot of times, you know, I feel like um, for women, especially black women, you know, which that means it pours into the black Muslim community because we cannot, you know, our childhood, we can't escape our community, our environment. Right. Um, But a lot of times we were mistrained by our mothers, on how to handle conflict. So when that customer service rep, you know, made a mistake or irritated, first thing you saw her, your mother do was pop off. This is how you handle it. This is what, and so you believe that that's how you get what you want, instead right. of the art of communication and handling conflict, and and ultimately working to create win-win
1: situations. Exactly, exactly. And this is we we forgot it's, and this is what I tell people that. When you negotiate, it's a right. difference between compromising. Compromising, right. there's going to be somebody who loses.
0: someone has to lose in the compromise. losing a compromise. Right.
1: But when you right. negotiate, you you bring about a win-win situation. Right. So you know when I look at uh, individual, I look at a sister. Let's for instance, let's say I, I see a sister who has been married. And I, uh-huh. because I'm a man, so I'm, I'm gonna use a sister in this instance. I've seen okay. a sister who's been married three times, uh-huh. maybe, maybe two, three kids. Uh-huh. So now I get, she gets to me. You know, uh-huh. now, I may think, okay, do I really wanna be number four? Right. right. <laughs> do I really wanna Natural. be number four? You know, uh-huh. or, but let me see what this sister's putting down because maybe between, three and four or since that third one, she hadn't been married in five or six years. Right. She's had time to reflect. She had time to sit down and reflect. So I want to see where her head might be at this point. I want to see what's going on with her. And Uh maybe, you know, she may have seen some errors. And obviously Uh she won't be no she won't know how to work it out until she actually gets back into the game. Right. Right. It's all theory until she get back into the game. But right. at this point, maybe I understand that she understand theory a little better, mm-hmm. and maybe be willing to implement the strategies that she thinks she has learned, and learn how to tweak them when she don't see it as actually going the way that she thought it should go. Increase. And so in that, I see that she's working. She didn't, you know, she didn't, you know what, just give me a quick... Cool she's name. not stagnant with where she was five or ten years ago. Exactly. And she's just not quick to say, you know what, just divorce me. Or, or you know what, right. brother, g- give me a divorce. You know, I ain't got to put up with this. And so right. now she's ready to not only, not only is she understanding conflict, you know, mm-hmm. intervention, but mm-hmm. she also knows conflict Prevention, right? Because she's going to try to stay away from certain things that she know that would be a trigger for her, or and mm-hmm. to communicate to me those things that might be a trigger for her, right? But I know you know. To stay I have, away from
0: that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I think that you bring up an excellent point, and that's and that's a great thing to touch based on you know around this topic because a few months back on BlackMuslimSingleSociety.com, dot um, we had a blog about. Understanding in courtship the difference between seeking understanding versus seeking judgment, mm-hmm. right? And I think that a lot of times it's easier for people to create judgments off the bat about somebody, put them into categories, to have these check boxes instantly. You know, this person, like you said, this man or woman been married three times, they got two or three kids, bad. This person, good. You know, without having to actually take the time to investigate, to actually understand this person. Okay, let me learn a little bit about what your upbringing was like. Let me learn a little bit about what your past relationships were like. Let me learn a little bit about your goals or how you think or how you process things. It takes a lot out of you to have to be patient enough and willing to understand someone. It doesn't require much of you to pass a judgment on them exactly you know it doesn't require you to be be vulnerable it doesn't require you to kind of level up your thought process and your emotions so i feel like a lot of times we pre-label people in the muslim community as just good bad right wrong marriageable not and just try to blanket people because it doesn't require anything of us to actually have to dig deeper
1: I mean and you know and, and a lot of times what we what we have learned how to do is become like water, you know, and water takes the path of least resistance. So we, we, love, we love easy. You know, we Right. Love easy. So it's easier easier for me to judge you and uh-huh. to understand you. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's easier for me to just cut you loose and cut you off or or discount you. Uh-huh. versus me to really get an understanding and say, you know what, everybody comes with some idiosyncrasies, everybody uh-huh. comes with some shortcomings, and hey, that uh-huh. mine, you know, and, right. you know, let, so let's see if my shortcomings and your shortcomings are going to be able to match. <laughs> you <know? laughs> Can we get told? You, know, but... <laughs> you, know, you know, and see if we can make some things happen. And so, right. You know, because... And I, I think, yeah, go ahead. Because a lot of times, you know, everybody—it is like an interview. Everybody yeah. comes to the interview to tell their best features. Uh huh. But nobody comes to an interview and say, you know, sometimes I, 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 it's hard for me to get out that bed and get here on time. You know, right? But because you know you're a late person, but you're not gonna tell that. Right. But, but now this is somebody's life that you're dealing with. Uh huh. And so you know, um, for instance, I have a. You know, I have a a a a, a couple who deals when one brother deals with you know some sex addictions. Okay. And so, but when he walked into the marriage, he let it be known that he has some issues, right? Mm-hmm. So now, what happens when those issues when he has a relapse? Because addiction, mm-hmm. a relapse, which right? A relapse because he didn't actually even though he told the story, he didn't tell <laughs> how to help him in that in that situation. So his wife automatically passed judgment. Right. You see, so right. now when, you know, what we were able to do, what we were able to do is in working with them and say, hey, you know, you have to be not just transparent because a lot of times we lose the meaning of transparent, but when, in <laughs> transparency, you have to help educate a person, it's just not being open and telling a person what you know what it is that you need to tell them. It's not just telling them, telling them, and showing them how to help you, Right. You know, showing right. them how I, I, you can be of service to me and help me do better. And when I'm showing you know, and how I, with my struggles, you know. Right. And so, this is some of the things I need. So, in that, you say, okay, you know, let me help okay. with this parameters. Like, you know, that person also like
0: you have to be willing to assist that person and not pass judgment on them when they are in that place
1: of vulnerability that place of 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 faultiness exactly and so but that's that's where the understanding right in, you know and I think um Stephen Covey put out in 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 his book one of those one of those seven habits was yeah uh, Understanding, think like seek understanding, then I think like seek understanding, then to be understood. Be have to, seek
0: to understand, then to be understood.
1: Right, and so in that, you know, it, it's all and and that that really comes from an Islamic principle, in my opinion, because the first thing that we do and it's not about what my rights are, it's about your rights that I have to give you. Your right first. Mm-hmm. You know, so in that I have to be able to understand what it is that you need from me right right and then in in return and if both of us are doing that we automatically seeking to understand the other person and right. in that we're going to be understood
0: right i'm gonna seek to see what you need from me and then in return you understand what i need from you
1: exactly because we're both right. actually working on the same principle of seeking to understand the other person right now <laughs> the things i wanted to
0: um Touch base on um the first thing um is the fact that so so this whole judgment calls right this this place of judgment that we're often in in a community when we're meeting one another potentially for marriage or you know when people are, are seeking a spouse where do you think that stems from because this, it's not islamic at all right like we're supposed to judge people based on how they interact with us you know, we're supposed to, um, you know, ha- have a have a good idea of people. You know, unless you have a reason to think ill of them. And 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 as we've seen, you know, in, in the examples of the Sahabas, of the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Wasallam and his wives, you know, they had passed. You know, they exactly. had passed came with baggage, they came with children, they came with exes, they came with addictions, they came with issues, right? Right. They, a lot of it has shady histories, But we don't see examples of this extreme judgmentalness that we see in the Muslim community. Now, we're just human, so we're going to come with flaws, but why do you think that it's easier for us to ignore that, uh, you know, that, that um, the way that they pursued each other, that they assisted each other, or that they uh, forgave each other that we just we just refused to go
1: there well I, I think you know for one and let's be let's be real they were they were in the best times because they right. had the messenger with them so you know this is you know obviously they will be able to have the best of teachers because they had the best teacher right there with them right. uh, you know right. but here also don't don't get this twisted you know, there are, there are many narrations where you see that they were judging one another. True. You know, so they were just as human as we uh, are. You know uh-huh. what I mean? And I give one example of where the man, you know, he urinated in 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 the, in the masjid. And, uh-huh. you, know, you know, they were ready to put hands on him. <laughs> and, you know, so that, that's the ultimate judgment. They better put hands on him. You see? So, in that though You know, they had somebody Who was able to be there And to be rational minded to say Wait a minute, hold up, don't do this You know, let me, right. matter of fact You clean it up and let me take him To the side, you know, let me talk With him, you know So somebody was there who was the voice of reasoning And that was our messenger You know, that's just one Situation, so There yeah. are people in our time who have voices of reason, and we mm-hmm. we have to listen, right? And that I think that might be more of the issue now than probably yeah. then, because right. we don't want to listen, right? Yeah. And we just so, talked about that, right? Um, we, 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 just don't about people, that. we don't think people we don't think people know got what they're saying doesn't mean that doesn't have more value than what I think. Right, or what I feel. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. In, that, in that, if we take the time to listen and to pay mm-hmm. attention, and once mm-hmm. we pay attention, you know, we can be in a position of, okay, maybe changing our mind. Like, for instance, um, had another situation. To give you an example, I love case study. So I'll give you a, another example of, you know, I had a sister that was going through some things, and she was kind of mad at a few people. Right? Mm-hmm. But, you know, her emotion kept her mad for a minute. But when someone was able to talk to her and say, hey, let me give you some clarity on this Mm -hmm. situation. And then when she was able to sit down and listen to the clarity, then she could start reflecting. And then she was allowed to reflect on even where she was coming from in the whole ordeal. And uh-huh. what her position might be in the whole ordeal, she seen the whole. She seen the the, the 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 event totally different. Uh huh. You know, and so she can get to the core of what her her issue was, uh-huh. and then start working from that, working to to recover, based upon what her core issue might be. Yeah. So in that, we have to sit down and be in a position of listening. If we listen more. And talk mm-hmm. less. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. you, you wouldn't hear judgment so much.
0: Right. And uh, also understand how to use discernment for what you're listening to. You know, how to sort through it. How, how to figure out, you know, what's really going on here. Right. Um, you know, one, one thing, you know, speaking of case studies, which is, you know, perfectly on topic with that. Um, a brother, you know. Called, sought some advice for me um, about a situation that he was dealing with. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, he married brother, young brother, you know, and he was really struggling with dealing with his wife's past. Mm-hmm. Right now, he wasn't necessarily most innocent person either, but right. he had found out some things about his wife's past and um, things that she lied to him about because she wasn't comfortable sharing certain things with them, right? So one way or another, you know, he found out some information about her, um, found out that she lied and she covered up something um, that doesn't necessarily directly impact their marriage, but it was just something that he now felt like, you know, she lied to him and he was always honest with her about his past. And she wasn't 100 percent. And, you know, he was like, you know, kind of in divorce mode because he felt like he doesn't trust her. And he just couldn't let it go. Mm-hmm. Right. He couldn't let it go. He couldn't move past it. And, you know, they now have children or everything like that. But he just was like really insistent on she's had this past and she didn't tell me about this past. And maybe I would have made a different choice if she would have told me about that past. So I gave him advice on what he should do, but I'm just curious from a premarital counseling position and from a marriage counseling position, what would you advise for somebody like that? (laughs) So, you know, so it's also a little bit of, they both went off the path. You know, it's not like they, you know, this was prior to Islam. They both kind of went out, did their own thing, and then came back.
1: Well, you know, one one thing I one thing that happens when a person is opening himself up to be vulnerable, uh-huh. sharing secrets and sharing certain things, obviously uh-huh. they want that reciprocated. Yes. Uh, yes. Um, and sometimes, but that has to be the decision of the other person. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right and sometimes not; go- those things are not going to be reciprocated because for them there may be a, a, a strong strong connection to shame but, yeah. about it you mm-hmm. know so sometimes we have to watch what we ask people to open up about yes. because two we may not be able to close them off or help them close right. off from being open like that and right. so, now, lying is something different. You know, okay. lying would be something different because lying would denote uh, 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 a means of deception. Uh-huh. So, I am telling you this lie to deceive you, to believe, right. make you believe this particular way or uh, to right. manipulate you into going in this direction. Uh, uh-huh. That, you know, so if I say you know, no, I've never stole anything in my life. But then somebody just sit there and told you, you know, man, that man stole the, stole the money out of them people's house. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, you know, um, he went to jail for stealing, right? right. So, obviously, obviously, I'm lying, right? And right. So how do I trust a liar? Yeah, and so how, how,
0: how does that person cope with that now you're married to this person and a lot of people have experienced deception in courtship get married to somebody and they find out oh well you kept this from me or i asked you about this and you lied to me you sent your representative not the full person but now you're married to this person you're in this person's home you might have with this person how do you move past that past or do you make a decision like do you have to forgive that do you have to move is thats that
1: is that okay to be like no I'm not okay with this? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. I had a um had a call come in on me. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear yeah, what yeah, it? it work, 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 work! Always have to be done, right? So. Get
0: the money, honey. Um, <laughs> um, so did you hear? Did you hear the full question?
1: Um, I, I think I heard to a point. How do a person recover? Basically, you ask how does yeah, a person
0: like, do you, recover? Do, okay, how do you how do you cope with that? Because now you're married to this person. You're in the same home. You might have children with this person. You found out they deceived you in courtship, but now you're tied to this person. You know, do you, how do you cope with that? Or is it okay for you to be like, you know what? No, I don't want to cope with this. I feel like you deceived me and now I can't trust that you won't do it again. Like, how do you, how do you deal with that?
1: Well, and and here, here is, and that's going to be on an individual basis.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: Um, and, and, and it's probably going to be how deep they felt the deception might've been or what, what, and what angle that the deception took place and yeah, I, I would also say because you know the person may have had some type of fears or some uh, or you know, certain things that's going on that made them tell that lie or whatever the case may be and have they been what you consider to be truthful after that uh-huh, uh-huh, you know uh-huh. um you know a lot of times people do things based upon self preservation and, and i'm not yeah. saying that's actually a good thing but uh-huh. it's it's just a human thing Right. So, um, and and a lot of times, you know, it's just like a child. You know, I had a, you know, I had a niece when she was little. You know, and this is gonna sound crazy. She used the restroom. She peed on herself, right? <laughs> but she hold, she was holding this doll, baby, right? You know them dolls that you know that that wet itself, uh, right? The did it, right? And she kept saying, she kept saying to me. It ain't me. It ain't me, right? But I mean, it's flowing like it's flowing, right? <laughs> it ain't me, right? And so, and so in that, so in that, if you look at the situation, I mean, and then she had to be every bit about two, right? But she already learned to make sure she protect herself. Yeah. Right. Even in, even when the evidence is clear, that is her. Uh-huh, only thing uh-huh. she knew was just to protect herself. Right. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay. Now now get to a position where something that you have you think is gonna be a value to you. Right. You know, and so some people come up, show up faulty. You know, uh-huh. for some other reason, for some reason or other, the sister really wanted him. She knew if he would knew this about her, maybe she couldn't get him and she wanted to change her life and you know, whatever the case may be. I, I would say I, it still doesn't make it right. Right, they, they still have to recover from that. Right, he would have to be in a position of saying, you know what? Either I can do it or I can't do it. Maybe he mm-hmm. may need some. Maybe he might need some counseling. Right, you know, maybe he may need some counseling because that, you know, that that might be what he needs to be able to trust her. Right, oh. You know, um, Trust isn't just, you know, once trust is, once trust is lost, it's not given back overnight.
0: Right. And that's what I was going to say. And that person has to be willing to give that person time to the get to of the trust. point. Yeah. The yeah. Time. And, you know, you, so something that you just said reminded me of, um, I can't remember if it was Move Team make or Newman Ali Khan, one of them. Uh, a lecture that i heard some years ago they mentioned you know when you're dealing with your children and this can apply to relationships as well but they mentioned um basically making it comfortable for them to be honest with you or it, it, learning to accept the answer that they gave you and let it go When you ask them questions, you know, did you do something, whatever, don't continue to badger and dig in because then that person falls into that place of self-preservation where I'm alive to protect myself, right? Instead, you know, you ask them a question, they say, no, I didn't do it. Okay, let it go. Because it's going to surface one way or another. You don't have to dig that deep. It's going to come.
1: Well, I I don't don't Uh, know if I actually agree with that. Right.
0: Well, hold on a second. Well hold on a second. Okay. So <laughs> because their point in saying that is because when you do this with children, right, and you push them into the place where they have to, you know, really defend themselves. Um, or they, they feel like or let's say you don't believe them. It was more in under the, the context of you believe that they did something, but they're telling you that they didn't, and you really have no proof or evidence that they did it. Mm-hmm. So now you keep digging and you keep digging and now they've learned to always go into defense mode or to lie to save themselves. You know and you have to be careful with that. And, and so with relationships, do you feel like when you set that tone of being accusatory, especially when you have no evidence, you don't know. You know if this person in their past has been a certain way because i see that sometimes with matchmaking um you know brothers and sisters they'll have trust issues with with nothing to nothing to really distrust about this person you know and they're coming in with the courtship distrusting that person's past assuming this person is going to be a certain way or do certain things Mm -hmm. right with no real evidence and they are stuck in that place and they drive in on that place um, and they can't fully accept That you know this person has changed Or this person isn't who you want them to be Or something like that And they just assume that they're going to be de- deceived Or that they have been deceived With really no evidence Like how do they deal with that
1: Well and, and I, I want to take you know maybe You know I think that that has to be broken up Into maybe a couple of situations oh, okay. okay we're on the back Alright so here here's First thing mm-hmm. I think a person needs to Especially if they have uh, intuition. Uh-huh. I think a person has the right to have their intuition satisfied. Okay, I agree with that. You know, so um, you know, now I'm not saying suspicion, right? I'm not really calling it suspicion, but I do have, I do believe that a person has a right to have their and intuition a satisfied. Suspicion, and suspicion, there's right. definitely difference, yeah. And so, I, I believe that a person. If they ask a question, I am a person who 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 really believes I ask the question, I ask at least three questions. When I when I when I'm when I, I ask I because I believe in asking initial questions, and then uh-huh. I really don't like leaving a question to yes or no. So uh-huh. I believe in posing questions that I will get an answer. Uh-huh. From, and so, mm-hmm. therefore, I am able to probe right. a little more into right. it. You see what I'm saying? And then their lives lies, because I'm not really worried about, because I, I need to have a core understanding. Again, I need to have a mm-hmm. core understanding of what it is that I feel like I've been violated. Right. You see? And and and, and in this thing, we're talking about violations. I'm not sitting there mm-hmm. actually talking about, you know, because if somebody does something to me it's not the event that I'm really mad about it's the violation yeah. of my value right that has just been you know impeded on so right. I need to get some satisfaction about that value how did you get to an understanding to be able to do this mm-hmm. so I'm not going to ask you did you do it did you do it I'm, I'm, I pretty much figure that you've done it now yeah I'm going to ask questions of you know, what 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 would what would lead a person to be able to move in this direction? I'm first. I'm going to try to give you a safety net. Yeah, so you can just jump out there on it.
0: I literally just had um, a conversation about that yesterday. Um, a woman reached out to me yesterday, not Muslim, um, and she reached out to me for some advice. Um, and it's very interesting because she confided in me about she's going through a divorce period right now. She's going through a divorce and she was asking me, do I think it's okay for her to date someone while she's going through divorce? Like, you know, her her husband, they're getting a divorce and, um, you know, she's just waiting for it to be finalized. Is it okay? So we had a quick conversation about that, but then, you know, she told me about what happened in her marriage and she actually she was the one she committed adultery in her marriage, and
1: she hey, you was know, already dating. What's she talking about? <laughs> 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 okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, my that sounded like
0: judgment, don't it? That sounded like judgment then. then. Well, I, mean, I mean, judge away. I, look, I told her it's on the judgment zone with me. I'm just going to listen. But, you know, and she's, and she's talking about it, and she's talking about, you know, he wasn't giving her this, or he wasn't doing that. Uh-huh. Different things, that's so I, I had to ask her. I said, okay, I see that a lot of the things that you're saying is reflective upon him, right? But do you know why you decided to make that choice because he can do whatever he's doing but for her particularly for her because she is a religious woman mm-hmm. she's a religious woman you know she's she's preaching and you know she's a part of a ministry and her father's a preacher and so like you're a woman that has values and values have been instilled in you mm-hmm. so have you dug deeper into your own relationship history your own childhood your own trauma your own you know emotional uh, challenges that you're dealing with to figure out what pushed you to compromise your values. Exactly. To do that, forget about him and he wasn't stepping up and how you wanted him to step up and you didn't feel you know that deep of okay. okay. But what made you violate your own values to do that? Exactly. And she was like, you know, what I've really hadn't thought that deeply about it. And that's where, like you said, the, violence
1: violence the problem.
0: Values yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you're you you, you you're concentrating on the symptom and not the root of
1: it. Exactly. You know, you want to deal with the event. And mm-hmm. you know, but there there is something because in this, OK, he may not have been stepping up. You could have took a couple of options here. You right. could have cut him loose and mm-hmm. kept your values. But cut mm-hmm. him loose. Mm-hmm. And then you say, well, you know, divorce isn't from our way. So cheating Uh is from your way. You see what I'm saying? So, Uh you know, it's going to, you know, it. it, what it really comes down to is that person actually may have just had some selfish thoughts. Uh You know, I'm just going to do me because he's doing him or whatever. It could have been a multitude of things. Uh But therein, let's look at the value of why Uh you feel like you know, it's okay to just do you. Right. So that's a value there. Uh-huh. You know, that's uh-huh. a value that probably hasn't even been claimed or understood that's there. But that's a value uh-huh. that's there. Uh-huh. You know? So when we start looking at the violations uh-huh. of what of what we're going through. And you know, and if we go back to the original question that started this started this show, uh-huh. uh, a person having a background. Does the, does the background violate your values?
0: Mm. The, okay, so let's person- say you meet someone, and let's say their past values um, does violate. You know, some things that they have done, some things that that they have experienced. Um, you know, and, and you know, we've talked about this even um, before when it comes to you know, and I don't want to offend nobody. That's Listen, right. I ain't trying to because it's going to be a little touchy right now. Right. But let's say you have someone who... Let's say you have a sister, like a sister that's a virgin, right? Never been married. Before. And she marries a brother who does have a past, who's been married several times. Maybe he's been out there sleeping around. Um, you know, whatever, um, you know, his past experiences are. And She really doesn't have a past. You know, How how do you rectify that because that means that one person is definitely coming into the marriage with some past issues and traumas from their experiences and that other person pretty much has a clean slate they're not perfect they're going to have issues too but when it comes to their past relationships stuff that they don't have that like it's 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 perfectly imbalanced you know how how does that person who's never been married or, or still a virgin or have, doesn't have that same experience, how do they deal with dealing with that person's past?
1: Again, it depends on if they value that and other people. hmm mm-hmm. You know, I may value it for myself, but mm-hmm. I don't really care if, you know, she, you know, oh, I, that does. she had, right. you know, she had... Right.
0: Hello, tell
1: him we lost you again. Man, I'm telling you, boy, it's like, hold up. I, I, I tell you what. Look, look. Let me tell you what happens. So if I if, if it seemed like I go out or whatever, it's because. I, my phone is blowing up right now, right? So it'll uh, kick it, it, it off. Thank you for giving us. Time, <laughs> <laughs> so it'll kick off on us, right? Yeah. And I have to try to wait for because, of course, I can't really see it, so I have to wait yeah. for the, the, to, to leave and then I can come back. So if I gotcha. go out like that, that's my problem. And I apologize, I,
0: here, I gotta remind you to put your phone on, do not disturb, because that's yeah, what I, yeah, that, that,
1: okay. I didn't see, I didn't even think about that, you know. So <laughs> I apologize to your listeners, you know. I don't want the listeners no think that I'm, you know. That your listeners think that I'm trying to be neglective uh, neglect of them. So, but uh-huh. here, here's what I'm saying is that she or he may have a value for mm-hmm. the that they necessarily don't hold somebody else to. Right. You know. Right. So yeah. it may be. It may. It may be. You know. I mean. It may be that I have this for myself now. Here's the value that I'm going to look for from you. I'm going to look for, you know, I'm going to look for honesty, a value of honesty. I'm, I'm gonna look for a value of a value in our relationship. You know, I'm gonna look for values of trust with you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have um, values that I'm, I'm gonna look for from you. Right. You know, I don't necessarily care that you know you don't kick the this woman, that woman, that woman, or. being with this man, that man, that man, you know, they got nothing I'm to do with it. I expect loyalty from you or fidelity. Right. I'm going to expect loyalty from you, right. So right. this is what, you know, whatever your past is, your past. Now, if another person come up and say, you know, I'm not really comfortable, you know, uh, you know, brother, I, I'm, you know, I don't have any kids, and you got two, and right. you, got, you, know, you got maybe a couple of baby mamas, you know, right. uh, you know, a couple of mothers on your... T- I, I, I don't know how I feel right. I to deal with that. So I'm going to pass. And you have to just be a enough to pass.
0: Now, let me... Now, um... Goodness, there was something that you just said that I was going to ask you about, and it just kind of slipped my mind.
1: Mhm. Oh, man. Oh, but anyway I mean, until you get it i I like to add this point with that though yeah you know so when we start talking about people's past Uh it's really going to come down to what it is that you value right you know and no
0: one values hassan i cannot tell you and those of you who are part of black muslim single society or you've done an interview with us then you know that part of the interview process when we're doing your 30 minute interview One of the questions that's asked is, what are your values? And the majority, I would say 90%, 95% of men and women that we interview and we ask them, what are your values? The first question, most of them, what do you mean? What are your values? What are your core values? They struggle. The average person cannot come up with more than I say two to three values without me having to guide them and push them and feed them things to consider you know it, it's very hard for that person so that means if you're not in touch with your value system you don't know what you value how are you going to identify if that other person shares those
1: same values right and how are you going to be able to communicate that value to and this to is what happens, and this is what happens to 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 many relationships when they get into a point of you know you know going to be disrespecting me only thing you want respect but how do you want respect what does that look like to you? What does that look like to you? What does disrespect look like? What, to you? Exactly. You know what's the standard mm-hmm. for respect? Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. because you called it a value, but I don't know the expectations of that. Right. I, you know I I might think I'm I'm respecting you in a way, and you may feel like I'm disrespecting you in other ways, and I feel like well, I'm testing you out. I'm I'm respecting you. I'm respecting you. But, you know? I don't mind being cussed out. I don't want to be cheated on. <laughs> right, you see what I'm saying? You know, and so you know, I, I mean, like for instance, you know, I, and you know, and I and I say this, you know, I know a couple that, you know, even for myself, I can't mm-hmm. stand certain words. Mm-hmm, I can't mm-hmm. stand certain words. If you say certain words to me, it's just like I'm. Oh my God, and I just lose my mind, right? Right. But now somebody else will sit there and hear that word I'm whatever it don't, don't even flinch you know right. so in that it's going to be what what's what's your standard of your value right and a lot of people can't identify you, you don't know how we go through even in a premarital you don't know how right. we have to even work on people getting an understanding of their values because when we yeah. when you get to go on we want you to understand your core value because uh-huh. what you going to make it on, right? You know, now you you as you get older and you mature, you know, there's going to be some changes that take place in you. There's going to be some priorities that a little bit more right. than it used to be. But now we've taught you how to communicate that, so as it, as you change, you can communicate that change to your spouse. Right, right. You
0: know, you know. I just I thought about the other question that I had that I wanted to ask you. So. How much distance does a person need to have between them and their past? Because let's say, you know, they're coming out, like, for example, somebody I know who I just found out they have a one month old baby. I'm like Oh, <laughs> well, how did that happen? You know, right. like, <laughs> you know, you, uh, you just were out there doing you in the clubs and, and and sleeping around or, you know, out here, you know, with this one, that one, just, you know, two, three months ago or maybe a year ago, you know, whatever that distance is, you know, and now you're saying that you want to marry, you've changed, and you want to do better. So how much, I know you can't put a number on it, mm-hmm. but just from your experience with counseling and premarital counseling and dealing with couples, you know, how much, distance do you feel as though a person needs between them and their past to really evoke change
1: i mean you know there's a thing that says uh habits change in 21 days right um that's actually that's actually a scientific study that deals with plastic okay. surgery Actually, uh-huh. plastic surgery that a per- it takes a person 21 days to get used to their real to their <laughs> new face right okay. okay but the the reality of it it takes at least for a change to take place it takes about 8 months mm, okay right so
0: you definitely need to see a major change in their lifestyle within the 8 months now
1: should you court them no so no. I, I i i here's okay. my thing. here's my thing. And this is something that and here's what I say and, and even even if okay and I'm gonna use the instance that somebody's coming out of a relationship. all right and we're not talking polygyny in this instance. okay we're just talking about you know one man, one woman, cut one man off, go to you know, go to another man, whatever. okay if if you are trying to get married immediately after your it the period, To me, something's wrong here. Mm, you're going to hurt uh, some feelings. Bro. Right. It, you know, <laughs> something's wrong. And maybe you just didn't care about that other person because, you know, you still got to work with the whole, you know, I, I'm mad at you, whatever the case may be, you right. know, Negro, whatever, whatever the case may be, you still got to go through that. And why would I subject myself right. to that? You know, right. you're going through your back and forth with your dude, your ex-dude. Right. Why would I subject myself to that and, and right. subject myself into that? You mm-hmm. know, so I am gonna give you some time, period. Mm-hmm. You know, I would I, I would believe that if, you know, if a person came up and it was a situation where a woman or a man had just got a divorce, it was maybe a long term relationship, you know, let's say it was something that lasted maybe a few years or something in nature. You know, mm-hmm. well, and uh, well, i will actually add something to that too, because if it didn't last a few years and it was just a couple of months, you still need to be 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 aware because how in the heck they didn't change? They didn't marry somebody, ain't been married to him a couple of months, and then they want to get. No.
0: not only that but in my opinion that can be even more traumatic in a lot hey, of ways exactly that's you the know, point that i made have the time period to kind of deal with the the is it digression i guess you can use that right. word yeah. of the relationship or the breakdown of the relationship at least exactly. if it's a long-term relationship you had a time period of that person breaking down and emotionally distancing themselves this is, from this relationship. right this the four months exactly. six months eight months and then that relationship broke down you know, they haven't had enough time to even, that was more
1: of a, right. You know, or a lot of trauma in a short period of time. Right. And, and I don't know if that person knows how to do relationships well. Right. And so that, and that's the point that I'm looking at. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm subject, you know, I'm suspect of your, your understanding of how to do relationships well. So Uh that's the point that I'm, I'm making with that. But if this is a person who was in a long-term relationship and then Uh broke off, I would say that, you know, a person need healing time. Uh You know, I need healing time. You know, I got kids. I still got to work. I still got to make the adjustment of my kids without their father or without their mother or whatever the case may be. I still got to go through this healing time. I have to get help. Maybe this situation might have been an abusive situation, or maybe it might have had some mental anguish in it, or some emotional anguish in it. You know, I have to heal from that because I don't want to give that to somebody else. You, know, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't. Every time I hear a loud noise, I don't want to be flinching, and 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 going on. You know, I, I have to heal from that. And so, mm-hmm. I would say in that process, I would I would recommend that personally, I would recommend at least eight months to a year maybe a little longer maybe you know maybe a little shorter depending on where you are in that process but mm-hmm. two three months afterwards I don't know no 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 and so and even huh? now I'm going back and I'm gonna go back to the example that you used uh a little before about the individual one month old baby all right all right I'm and and okay <laughs> now here's the point I, here's the point that I'm looking at let's say that one month old baby you were married and somewhere along the line because y'all got into it you know y'all really couldn't make it happen or whatever the case may be let's say that y'all was together a few years or a few a little bit before that and she went into Ida, and she was in Ida in the pregnancy Mm -hmm. right and then after the pregnancy was over with obviously and y'all don't you know once when she has the baby You know she's no longer married to you and so now he's moving on you know and he said okay i got a one-month-old baby well you know how you got a one-month-old baby this and this and that then he can explain Mm -hmm. his situation you know we really haven't been together in almost a year you know close to a year you know nine months ten months or whatever the case may be we haven't been together in a while but she was an idiot while she was pregnant. You know, I didn't do anything. You know, I, I just kept myself cool or took care of her, did what she needed to do, or whatever the case may be. Now, if this is your girlfriend. I'm about to say, now,
0: hold on a second. Right. Now,
1: if this is your girlfriend,
0: all right, and you got a one night stand
1: or whatever. I uh, said, or a one night stand or whatever, something one, that. Right. Just oh one or one night stand. Yeah and, and uh-huh. you're talking about you trying to get yourself together well i ain't gonna tell you no lie I, i'm still suspect of that person right exactly you know what i mean because i don't know how clear you are about your whole system is out of whack bruh right. i don't right. know how clear you're about <laughs> that. so you know i i, I, I want to really be able to say you know bro you know okay i i feel you you know you know, talk I... wife, you know, talk
0: to my Joaquito. Talk to my Joaquito. Yeah, so sisters and right. brothers, if y'all out there doing y'all and y'all accidentally get somebody pregnant, y'all better make some cause I we've 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 heard a lot of these stories lately. Exactly. So men and women, it's not just the men, cause the women right. they be out there doing them, get knocked up by somebody, then they want to come back to the dean Alhamdulillah for that. Right. But
1: But... you're
0: to put some distance between
1: that to create real change exactly exactly you know don't don't come yeah. in that, i'm ready now and you know and and brothers and especially on you now. And here, and here's the other thing here's the other thing here's the other thing brothers and sisters you know mm-hmm. and, and brothers you know because the sister that had that baby her body done got back right she looking nice she looking cute don't don't fool yourself Right, you know, and thinking, you know, I'm gonna make an honest woman out of. It. Don't fool yourself. Right? right, you know, and sisters, you know, because his brother, you know, he got a decent job, or he doing this, or doing that, or he looking nice, and he work out, and all this type of stuff here. Don't fool yourself. Mm-hmm. Still give it an opportunity, you know. Still let your brain lead, you know, your body parts.
0: Mm-hmm. That's your brain, These your body parts. There you go. And on that note, we're going to wrap it up. So thank you so much. <laughs> thank you so much, Hansen, from That Clay Couple. So let the people know where they can find you, what you got going on, what's going on with y'all.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, of course, you can find us at thatclaycouple.com. That's our website. If you're on any social medias, just hashtag That Clay Couple. Um, <laughs> we actually have a Man, uh, a seminar going on uh we have a tour going on uh marriage myth and me uh managing okay. the flow we got do doing managing the flow jersey 2018 in wildwood new jersey um okay. tickets you can you can go to our website get your tickets um it's exclusive you know first come first serve basis we got a few days left on our early bird special if this is going to be out in time, right? (laughs) So this podcast is going to be out in time, but definitely go and check us out. You can find it on Facebook, got our Facebook page at, uh, MTF Jersey. Um, or you can go on, you definitely, if you follow email, Shadeed Muhammad, you can find, you can get the information with him, or you can get the information with us at Hassan and Naila Clay on Facebook or Hassan Clay on Facebook. And, um, we look forward to seeing you there if y'all need any man if, if it's about uh premarital we have a great premarital program our premarital program as of take as of date for those who have taken our program and successfully went through our program we have a 100% success rate
0: mashallah so make sure you guys get that premarital counseling and before before you jump off the here I do want to cuz I, I would love to have both of you guys come back to actually talk about the importance of premarital counseling and what that process looks like. But if you could just really quickly, I know at the end of the show, and it's been kind of long, but if you could kind of just really quickly explain to people um when, at what point to implement premarital counseling. So, like I said, we can get more into detail about this on another podcast, inshallah. But at what point, you know, once they've been talking to someone for how long, at what point do you advise for someone to say, okay, at this point, you guys need to? make intentions and do premarital counseling and also what does that process look like because a lot of people are really in the dark about what premarital counseling is and what to expect so if you could just glance over that really quickly i think that
1: my listeners would appreciate that well one one thing what we we will not do in this situation mm-hmm. if you already have a date and that date is is close we will not do your pre- you're looking for premarital advice you're not looking for premarital right. So now, with that, we have a six-week program. Um, if you are interested in, in in getting married, you and you and your potential spouse, y'all have gotten, it, you've intended. Um, let's say you' trying to get married, maybe within the six-month period. We advise you to make sure that you do it before the before you get to your last two months of mm-hmm. of of your projected date of being married. Um, I'm gonna be honest with you here because our pre program. I'm gonna let we gonna talk about this at another time, but our pre program is 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 extensive to the point that some people actually walk away from one another within the program. I
0: know these stories. I know these stories. You know? And so, and so, and really quickly, what can they expect? from premarital counseling, you know, so they're not going into it totally blind or feeling right. super uncomfortable with having to share information about themselves. Like what what, what is, what can they expect in that process?
1: Well, we, you can expect to really, uh, when, and in the state of Georgia, there are some categories that in order for you to get a legal uh, civil marriage license okay. needs to take place and our, our, com- our program actually fit that standard it's, you know, lifestyle, religion, uh finances sex communication conflict uh resolution um different things that nature there so we go through that but we actually take it a little deeper than that um and dealing with you know uh expectations and values um and so um I, and not to give away the program, because I don't want nobody sitting there thinking they can do it now because they ain't went through it with us and then mess it up, right? So, uh, <laughs> I, 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 you know, if you are interested in our premarital program, you can actually contact us, inbox us, or contact okay. us through our uh, through our contact page on our website, which is thatclaycouple.com, okay. and we can definitely give you more insight on what it is that you look to do and what it is.
0: Okay. Now, he just cut off again. But I'm going to tell you guys. Is he back on? Yeah. I'm going to tell you guys that, okay,
1: well, you can go to That class. I was about to clear you out. Go ahead. All right. So, yeah, so with that, you know, because, hey, I got to go to work. So, you know, I appreciate Zara letting me be on her show today. Uh, Great show. I'm glad glad to see the things that you're doing for the community as well. Uh, And so, inshallah, again, that that website is thatclaycouple.com. You can hit us at uh, hashtag us on Instagram or Facebook at hashtag that clay couple.
0: Awesome. So thank you guys again for listening to another episode of Courtship Code. You guys know where to find us, com. Put in your profile or sign up for premium matchmaking. You can also follow us on Instagram and Black Muslim Single Society or Facebook, Black Muslim Single Society. Make sure if there's any comments, any questions, any feedback that you would like to give that you can reach out to us online, email it in. Or you can also reach out to that Clay couple and show your love and let them know that you guys checked out the podcast as well. So we look forward to speaking with you guys next week on The Courtship Code. like um.